What's good, good people? It's your girl, Kimmy Michelle, and this is Off the Dome, Season Verbal Fellatio on Love, Spirituality, and Everything in Between. These are just my musings on all of the things that cross my mind from time to time, peppered with some actual factuals on the topic of the day. Sometimes we'll have guest speakers and things, but for the most part, it's me, a little verbal sloppy toppy, if you will, and a lot of insight. Hope that's cool with you. Cool. Let's get into it. I know this has probably been a long time coming, so boom, allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm definitely not Hove, but I'm surely always and forever a Brooklyn girl. And I'm currently in my I don't give a fuck stage in my life. That is to say, <clears throat> I just turned 41, and let me tell y'all, the 40s, a different kind of vibe. I've always been excited to reach my 40s, and that might sound weird to some of you, but not so much to me, because I've always been excited about growth and a hearty lack of fucks existing in the same space. And let me tell y'all, the 40s gives you all of that. Really? It's super lit. But anyway, I have a lot of amas. You might think of them as hyphens, or maybe what you'd find in your LinkedIn bio. So let's start there, right? So I'm a published writer, author, however you want to put it. I self-published two cookbooks, and I also wrote an anthology of intimate short stories under a pseudonym. We may talk about those at another time. Maybe. As a freelance writer, I've also published articles in local newspapers. I'm a former high school teacher, primarily via nonprofit organizations. Excuse me. I'm a bit of a griot. I have spiritual gifts as an intuitive medium, amongst other things, and those things I will absolutely get into, but you may know me best as a professional chef and serial entrepreneur. I ran my own catering and personal chef service for years. I've worked for a few celebrities. You may or may not have seen me on Bravo and the Food Network, and I'm currently the founder of a dope snack and prepared foods concept. I had to talk my shit for a hot second because I usually downplay my accomplishments, but one of the things that the 40s has also taught me is the value in proclaiming who you are without feeling like it's negative. One of my spiritual mentors taught me a while back that having a sense of what she calls false humility is arrogant in the worst sort of way because it diminishes what's accomplishments and plays to others' insecurities instead of allowing your light to shine as it's supposed to. So with that said, true tea, your good sister's resume is long. As Mrs. Knowles Carter would say, I'm that girl. <laughs> Moving on, though. I'm single, mostly by choice, and we'll get into another time why that is, but let me just deviate a bit and drop this into the cipher right about now, and you can lean in. <clears throat> I aspire to be high maintenance as fuck. <laughs> now, I already know there's a whole gaggle of men and maybe some women out there that are like, oh, here we go. And that's cool, because this ain't for you. But I do. I aspire to be high maintenance, whatever that means to you, of course, but I'm going to talk about what it means to me. Y'all ready? Let's go. And what is the big deal about being high maintenance anyway? Like royalty, something I never got. So let's start here. Every time I see something about a woman, a black woman in particular, but I digress, but pin that though, being high maintenance, I cringe bigly on the inside. Because I know that there was a point in my life that I actually railed against this very same thing. When I was heavy in the dating world, I used to be the girl that was like, I'm simple. I don't need a lot, you know. Meanwhile, 
here I am feeling away on the inside when I go all out for someone's birthday that I'm like someone I'm dating their birthday or a different special day. And then all I get is an undecorated store-bought supermarket cake and a smile. Now I cannot stress enough. There is absolutely nothing wrong with a store-bought cake and a smile, especially if we're talking about a cake from Costco. Or maybe some of y'all call it Sam's Club, depending on where you're listening in from. But let me stay focused. But really, though, I'm much bigger on the sentiment than I am on the cost. For example, the most romantic, meaningful thing that has ever happened to me was my favorite song sung in my ear on my 40th birthday to this day. And it costs not a penny. So maybe here's a good place to insert that I'm a serial monogamous and celibacist. Is that a word? I'm pretty sure it's not a word, but I make up words regularly to fit whatever it is I'm trying to say. And I'm telling you from now, so you can go ahead and get used to it. My friend calls them chemisms. But yeah, serial monogamist and celibacist. I do periods of exclusive relationships followed by periods of celibacy to detox from the previous exclusive relationship. And I have what I like to call my whole phase in my mid-20s. After finally ending things with my on-again, off-again relationship sometimes, situationship most times, drama almost all of the time with the father of my child. But either way, guess what? Even in my whole phase, y'all, guess who found herself in a damn relationship? This girl. I always wondered why that was, even when I was younger. Like, was there some invisible sign that blinked neon green that said, this girl wants a relationship? I'm talking even when I was going out of my way to play the dating field, somehow I would still manage to end up wifed up, as the kids would say. Wait, do do they still say that? Is that a thing? Again, <laughs> fair warning. These are literally my thoughts. Sometimes my thoughts veer slightly, but I promise they'll always make sense eventually. I always circle back. But anyhow, one day I said to myself, self, you have got to figure out why you keep doing these weird relationship things, especially if you're trying to get wifed up for real at some point before you leave this earth. I guess now is also a good time to throw into the group chat that I've never been married or engaged. But also, I wasn't entirely certain until recently that that was even what I wanted for my life. But more on that in another episode. Either way, in my thinking about why I keep being a relationship weirdo, this app called The Pattern popped into my life. And I am a hundred percent, no, a thousand percent convinced that this was all part of divine timing because the day it popped up, the first thing I literally read answered the question that I had been asking off and on, the one I just asked above. Now, if you're into astrology and insight as a form of spirituality, you're gonna love this app. And just so we're clear, it's gonna read you for complete filth. You may even look around in the room for the hidden camera to determine where the hell or who has been watching your every move. Or maybe that's something I just did. But anyway, if you're adamantly against astrology, though, be warned, you're finna hate me. I'm all right with that, too. If you're ambivalent, if you're not quite sure about how you feel one way or the other, stick around. Apparently, I have a way with explaining the things that they make more sense and align more with who we are. So anyway, the pattern, right? It uses your birth time and place to, in essence, identify your life's patterns. And I'll go into that another time, but I really only bring it up because they describe for me in a way that I could have never explained for myself so clearly 
this whole phenomenon, if you will, of why I do these serial monogamy things. So let me read right quick what it says about this pattern, shall we say, right? So this is part of my committed and reliable pattern. And they point out, or as I said before, read for complete filth, that it's also likely you have an idea about what a successful relationship should look like and how a partner should behave. You could expect a partner to make the relationship public and do the work to hold it together. In your mind, this is your partner's job, maybe even more so than your own. This could mean you get stuck wanting your partner to play a role just because it fits the picture you have in your head. In a way, you might assume your partners are mirrors for you, constantly checking in to see if your needs are met, even if you're unable to reciprocate. So what you're trying to say is I create these entire relationship illusions in my head. And then if I pay closer attention, I would catch that before ending up in these weirdo relationships to begin with. Huh. So circling back to the problem with the store-bought undecorated supermarket cake. And here the issue was simple. Where was the thought? Where was the effort? You couldn't at least have sprung for a decorated cake? Done a Costco run or something? Seriously? And yes, I'm talking about a specific incident here, the store-bought cake. You see, the same person that I have been seeing had managed to get themselves tickets to their favorite show, two new pairs of sneakers, etc. mere weeks before my birthday. I'm talking spend a thousand beans. But here I am with a yellow cake with chocolate frosting for $4.99. I felt a way deep, deep down in my spirit. Guess who I blame for that one? Me. Not him. Me. Real talk. Because I talked myself into being okay with it. Never once did I say, nah, this is bogus. Now nah, you're tweaking if you think this is what I want. Or even, thanks for this, but I deserve more. Insert, I deserve in big bold letters before that more too. And then like, peep how I justified it, right? In my mind, I thought, oh, well, he has all these other necessary expenses, his kids, his mom, rent, all of that. So I know I know when the time is right and his money has righted itself, he'll double back and take care of me like I've taken care of him in the past. You know what's also crazy about this too? Excuse me. The fact that I would immediately downplay myself, downplay my value in his life to account for his needs above my own. And that's just it. Like I didn't actually have value in his life. And every single time I justified his actions, I created that self-fulfilling narrative. Plus I figured, oh, I could take myself out. I love dating myself. I pick the nicest restaurants. I create the nicest vibe. But it was around this time that my elevated higher self rolled up to the chat like Bishop did with Damas and Juice, talking about some, so ma'am, if that's the case, why you ain't just dating yourself then? Like screaming at me, screaming. Not only did I manage to justify the averageness, the low maintenance, but somehow I'd also managed to control my own narrative in such a way that I never had to just receive for the sake of receiving to receive because I deserve it. And it wasn't just that relationship. It was also almost every relationship of consequence. Somehow, my high achieving, ambitious self had managed to dismiss the opportunity to receive the very thing I said I wanted simply because I couldn't admit I wanted it from someone other than myself. And as you're listening, if you know me, know me, in like real life, then you know I have no problem with being vocal about, well, anything. Other than apparently saying to my partner, yo, I want gifts and shit. Now, 
there are those who have the delegation of, well, he or she should know. And that's something like I've just never, ever believed, like ever. How you want to expect someone to know what you want if you don't say something? Is it fair to assume that after a certain period of time that your partner should know you well enough to know? Yes. And if you can't tell by that really long verbal ellipse that there's a but there, you haven't learned me yet. But you will. So yes, but here's the thing. A few things that I've learned along the way and that I, this test that I took, took called a love languages test has confirmed for me. One, we don't all communicate the same way, which means that two, we don't process the information the same way because processing part of communication, which leads me to three, we demonstrate love and receive love in different ways. And how we show love and her versus how we want to feel love are many times two different things in the same person. So as I get my podcast life together, there'll be a link to all of the things that I talk about in here, there, like they're there right now, actually, so that you can easily access it. Now for that circle back though, right? So I'm an access service girl, which means I like to do things for other people that they might either need or appreciate. That's always been my thing. The biggest thing I learned when I took my own test And why I encourage you to take it too is that second to acts of services, drum roll please, receiving gifts. When I first came across it and then I read the accompanying article, you could not have told me that quality time wasn't on the top of the list and receiving gifts on the bottom. My partner at the time, he was a words of affirmation and receiving gifts person. Quality time was fairly low on his score too. I thought he was an acts person, a gifts person and all because I assumed and I never spoke up about it. In fact, like, I don't even think I ever told him how much the birthday thing bothered me. It don't matter now, of course, but it's really been in the instant replay of the past relationships that I had that I realized like the deeper aspect to this. I would give people what I wanted and like just to receive and hope that they would know me well enough to realize that I too wanted this for myself from them. And when it ultimately didn't happen, I would just go do it for myself anyway. And I would always partly feel only half satisfied. And I'd be willing to bet that it ain't just me, fam. I'd be willing to bet that there are a heap of high achieving, ambitious by design, women out there just getting it for themselves and calling it independence. And also, to be clear, ain't a damn thing wrong with being independent. There is nothing wrong with what Neo and them said. I love her cause she got her own. She don't need mine. She said leave mine alone. But also, I want to be held down. Hold me down. (laughs) The harder part of this though is being able to admit that you don't want to have to figure it out all the time and not have it be an indictment on you and your ability to make it happen for yourself. Even harder is realizing that it was easier for you to manage your innate disappointment of never getting what you wanted because you yourself weren't even clear that it was what you wanted or even that you deserved it. So you sure as hell didn't ask for it from anyone else, lest you be called high maintenance. So what did you do? You buried it. You put it in the closet, way in the back, behind the purple feelings you forgot you had, and that really unfortunate gift that you opened and didn't know who to give it to because you really didn't know who would want it. And every time you opened the closet to clear something out, instead of pulling it out, dusting it off, and taking a close look at it so you could finally put it where it belonged, you pushed it further back. 
and you became, say it with me now, hyper-independent. Well, guess who cleaned out her closet? This girl. Sort of. Don't judge me. (laughs) Anyway, at the very least, I'm crystal clear that any relationship I move forward in, I want gifts. Jewelry's nice. I love purses. Make sure you know the purses I like because I'm picky as shit. My favorite red wine or whiskey definitely works too. I will accept trips out of the country as a backup. Or a front up. Or a side up. Yo, just fly me out, fam. Take me all of the places. And of course, again, I'm a chef. Some bougie as fuck about where I go eat. And I make not a single solitary apology for it. Because I deserve it. And because there is nothing wrong with wanting these things. I don't owe anyone a qualifier for what I desire. I do also want to hang out outside or inside and Netflix and chill what it's supposed to mean and what it really means. I promise you I'm cool with both. I am fine with an outdoor or indoor dining day alfresco complete with a blanket and deli sandwiches and chips and snacks. I will go to a sports game. Basketball is my general preference, though I will take baseball as a backup. And I'm fine with hanging out by the water for free 99. I want it all. I deserve it all. And if that makes me high maintenance, then I aspire to be high maintenance as fuck. Herein lies my affirmation for the day. (laughs) I have a lot to say on a lot and some of it gets deep. So stick around. It's about to get fun around here. Best tells me, amores.